Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in. This is the FPC Chiefs podcast. I'm Braden Holacek, the managing editor and writer for Full Press Coverage Chiefs of FullPressCoverage.com. It is Tuesday today, uh, middle part of February. So um, actually a, a month from today is when NFL free agency opens up. We got a week from today is when teams can start designating franchise tags uh, for upcoming free agents. So uh, a lot of stuff coming up soon. We've already seen just within the last week some other teams uh, make some notable cuts, some veteran players that get uh, that have been cut. The Eagles today cut linebacker Nigel Bradham. We saw the Ravens uh, release safety Tony Jefferson this past week. Um, so a lot of rumors flying around, a lot of guys that are going to be changing Teams changing colors very soon, and uh, we're going to kind of talk a lot about the offseason uh, moves and, and stuff today. Uh, could be a little shorter episode today than our last couple, but um, again, it's just going to be um, kind of an offseason-based episode today. So I guess I'll kind of talk about um, kind of what we got planned coming up here over at FBC Chiefs, and we'll kind of go off of that um, here a little bit and kind of branch off each idea. So um, the next article that I'm hoping to get out, hopefully sometime today, the same day I'm recording this on Tuesday, um, is the next piece in our Chiefs Unsung Super Bowl Hero Series. We've done Matt Moore and Emmanuel Ogba so far. Um, We're planning on doing another defensive end coming out today. Alex Okafor, he's a guy um, New to the team this year as well, just like Emmanuel Ogba at defensive end. The Chiefs signed him to a three-year, $24 million deal uh, back in last offseason. 
was with the Cardinals to begin his career and then spent a good few seasons with the Saints. Um, so we are going to dive into his season very, very shortly. Now, the interesting thing is for Agba, you went through two different injuries this season. You had the one that ended his season there week 15 against the Broncos in the in the snow game. He went out with a torn pectoral injury. It was a sack he got on Drew Locke, kind of uh, – Kind of dove on Locke, you know, around Locke's shoulder area. And then he kind of did a somersault. And when he flipped over, his arms uh, were kind of holding on to Locke at the top of his body. And, and you know, that's kind of what led to the torn pectoral. His, his arms and his, his chest were kind of stretched out there. So um, he had that injury to end his season there in week 15. That was a game where he got a second straight sack. He had five sacks this year in the 10 games that he played in. Um, earlier in the season, though, he dealt with another entry where he missed three weeks. He got hurt against Green, uh, the Green Bay Packers, um, on a Sunday night football game. It was a really weird play because there was one play where Aaron Rodgers was scrambling. And, um, I don't think many Chiefs thought Rodgers was going to cut back into the middle of the field. Some thought maybe he was just going to go out of bounds. Okafor, um, basically rolled his ankle. I mean, had a really bad ankle injury, so had to miss the next three games after that against the Vikings, uh, the Titans, and the Chargers game in Mexico City. So um, it was tough there to see him go through that ankle injury, but I think it was still impressive uh, to see him come back just after three weeks missed because um, that was a really bad-looking injury. I did not even re really remember seeing that um, live. I remember just seeing the video on Twitter that night, and it was obviously the the you know worst looking um, ankle roll that I've ever seen. So Okafor is a guy this year. I think he he had a really I think different impact than what Emmanuel Ogba had as far as new defensive ends to the team. Um, Okafor was a guy that did not get a ton of tackles this season. I think twenty two in his ten games played. The most tackles he had was four. He did that in three different games. I think Okafor actually made a bigger impact this season as a run defender um, than he did as a pass defender. It kind of went back and forth between each game uh, from what I remember. You know, he did have a two-sack game against the Denver Broncos that Thursday night game where uh, the Chiefs had nine sacks defensively on Joe Flacco. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just kind of an interesting a year, I think, you know, there was some games where he played a little bit more snaps. There was other games where he didn't play as much. You know, the team rotated him out a little more with Tano Passanio and um, obviously Emmanuel Agba when he was still healthy. So Okafor is a guy that I think, you know, um, really we didn't know what to totally expect from him going into the season, you know, a new signing, but uh, we're not really sure how it was going to totally pan out. I thought the production, you know, he he brought to the table. I think um, we probably expected expected a little more in the pass rush game and getting, you know, all after the quarterback a little more on passing downs, um, you know. And I think he was so close to having more sacks too. I think he was close, but just was not able to generate um, the pressure, get to the quarterback in time before the ball was released. So, you know, really interesting, interesting year for him, but. When he was healthy, you know, two different parts of the season, um, he, he was kind of like Emmanuel Ogma in the sense where he made one big play, it seemed, in really big games. Um, the second-to-last game he played this year when the Chiefs won at the New England Patriots, had a, he had a sack there on a third and goal um, near the goal line. This was a play 
or this was a you know goal line stand where I think the Patriots had first and goal at like the two or three yard line, and the Chiefs just kind of kept moving him back there a couple of times. So um, this was a third and goal play where Tom Brady, you know, looked like he just had no idea the rush would, uh, the rush was coming. Right when he kind of turned his head and looked back towards his right, um, Okafor was right there to get his helmet in his chest and sack him. So um, that was a big play in that moment, and then we saw. Um, Another game where he had a big play was against the Detroit Lions in week four. This was a really rough game for the Chiefs, but they pulled out the victory. Um, you know, he had a sack in that game also near the goal line on a play that, you know, Matthew Stafford kind of waited, I think, too long to throw the ball. Uh, you know, Okafor did a good job of, you know, shuffling his feet, continuing to go after the quarterback and get that sack. So Okafor is a guy I'm hoping to uh, complete that article today and get it out today on Tuesday. Um, we'll see how many more unsung Super Bowl hero pieces we do. Probably have at least maybe two or three more after that. Um, but as far as uh, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, just some other article ideas coming up. Draft profiles. We had, um, I believe, five come out so far. We've done two at linebacker with Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray. And then we've done one each at cornerback uh, with, uh, we did one at cornerback with C.J. Henderson. We did one at offensive lineman. Uh, with Lloyd Cushenberry the third, and we did one running back with J.K. Dobbins. So we're hoping to continue to get those out coming soon. The NFL scouting combine is coming up here very soon at the end of the month in Indianapolis. So um, a lot of players' stocks will kind of almost be finalized, I think, for some teams after this testing process and uh, and also the interviewing process. Uh, a lot of teams get their chance to talk to a lot of different players here at the combine. It's not just about the testing. So um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what guys obviously stand out there. How much do the numbers really matter? Sometimes it depends on the position, um, you know, but some teams I think value uh, certain certain drills there at the scouting combine a little more than others. So, yeah, we're hoping to continue the uh, draft profiles kind of going into the combine here. Uh, the next three that we have on tap is TCU corner Jeff Gladney. Um, he's probably one of my biggest draft crushes, especially for a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Um, you know, there's so many guys you like in the draft, but this is a guy that I think is one of my probably top three or five favorites. The TCU uh, team has always had pretty athletic players, um, but Gladney, for athletic as he is, it's very impressive because he's one of the taller cornerbacks in this class. And again, it's a very tall cornerback class as a whole anyways, but um, to to see how well he uh, can stick in coverage with receivers, you know, stay on the receiver's hips. Um, I can't wait to, you know, share the videos on his draft profile so you guys can see that. Um, so much big plays that he's made over the course of just this past season with TCU. So he's a guy that I'm really excited uh, to see where he goes, obviously, in April. And um, really looking forward to seeing how high he can go if he doesn't go to the Chiefs at, you know, 32 or if they trade up or something. Um, another couple of draft profiles that we're hoping to do coming up after that. Another offensive lineman is Cesar Ruiz from Michigan, an interior guy, just like Lloyd Cushenberry III that we wrote about last week. He's a guy who is a center, probably could stick as a guard in the NFL. Um, but I think he's a guy that, uh, you know, a few months ago probably wouldn't have been considered to have one of the better stocks at interior offensive line. But now he's kind of come in. That's one of the top guys there, along with Lloyd Cushenberry III. And then our other uh, other of three draft profiles that we're hoping to come out next is uh, another running back draft profile, DeAndre Swift. I mentioned last podcast episode between him and J.K. Dobbins. It's really hard for me to choose. But they're probably the top two running backs in the class for me personally. Uh, DeAndre Swift's a guy that can just make a huge play come out of nowhere. There's a lot of plays where it looks like, um, you know, defenders should have him wrapped up behind the limit line of scrimmage one-on-one. They don't do that. Uh, Swift has great change of direction skills, so I'm hoping to write about him again very soon. And uh, again, like I said, with the draft profiles, um, some days we'll have, you know, a couple come out for one day, or it could be three, four, uh, maybe just one. We'll see how it kind of goes, you know, as we ramp up the draft profile content going into the draft in April. Um, we'll also probably after the combine have our first mock draft. Uh, Pete's come out uh, doing the five picks that the Chiefs have right now, selecting players. Um, again, and, and kind of going off of that, the Chiefs with only five picks like, uh, right now, they are expected to probably get at least two compensatory picks as well, I would assume, if not three. So, um, probably going to be mid to late round more probably late round comp picks that they'll get but um there is going to be i think a lot of guys that the chiefs are not going to be able to retain in free agency so that's going to come in handy for the draft you get a few extra picks there um and it's kind of funny i mean if they do not want to bring back matt moore or if he wants to retire not play anymore you know obviously he had a big impact in keeping the chiefs alive in the middle of the season but it is kind of funny to think that the chiefs could get a comp pick because Matt Moore um, is considered in that formula. So uh, the NFL will announce those comp picks hopefully very soon, probably within the next few weeks, I would assume, um, if not by the end of February. Um, so yeah, the draft, I'm, I'm really excited to just see um, how the rest of the process goes. Again, the combine, it's, uh, it's something where teams kind of try to finalize their uh, stocks on players and, and, and what they think on players by that time. So I'm really looking forward to see what happens. Combine weekend here in a couple of weekends. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of 
a couple of draft uh, profiles that we have coming out, along with the Alex Okafor piece. Um, kind of moving into free agency now, there was something floating around yesterday that uh, former Chiefs tight end Demetrius Harris was one of four players uh, released by the Cleveland Browns yesterday. Uh, some people have asked about, you know, should the Chiefs bring him back or not? Um, I don't think he's the worst backup tight end in the world. Uh, Blake Bell, you know, definitely didn't have a huge impact with the Chiefs this year. A little bit probably bigger impact in the playoffs, honestly, than anything. Um, so with Harris, it's really interesting because he'll make a lot of catches that, you know, are the difficult ones and then the easy ones. Um, obviously, if you watch the Chiefs over the years when he was there, led to a lot of drops. I mean, even screen passes in 2018 when Mahomes was in his first year as a starter, um, there was a lot of screen passes that Harris dropped. So I would probably say I I would not want the Chiefs to bring back Demetrius Harris, but um, there's always a chance that, you know, old, uh, you know, role players or fringe players like that always have a chance of maybe coming back to the place they used to play for. So um, I definitely think it's a possibility, you know, I think backup tight end is still a possible need for this offseason just because, again, Blake Bell didn't do a whole lot there for the offense as a whole this season, you know, week in and week out. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe if they have seven or eight draft picks compared to the five they have now, the Chiefs would be maybe willing to draft the second tight end. Because um, I think tight end is a slight need for this team. Not one of the major ones, definitely. But uh, with Kelsey, you never know um, when you're going to need to replace the tight end. So I think... The second tight end role is going to be really interesting, but I don't think they'll bring back Demetrius Harris. I don't think they should. Um, a guy that just, I, I don't think, really moves the needle for your offense any more than what you have right now or what you had last year when he was still on the team. So that's really interesting. Um, as far as Chris Jones goes, as we kind of continue to, you know, go into free agency here, you know, we've talked a lot about Chris Jones. There's a lot of rumors out there. Um, lately, it feels like. You know, it feels like he could be probably staying with the team. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of people I've talked to that have done their own, you know, salary cap uh, simulations. And uh, that's actually another idea we're hoping to write about very soon. Kind of, you know, playing general manager, playing Brett Veach, what moves would we do? We're definitely going to have, uh, you know, a lot of different parts of those kind of pieces come out. Um, some of them will be with free agency, some of them will be with extensions and cuts. So we'll see what we, uh, we're, we're hoping to have those out very soon, actually. So, but the interesting thing is, you know, there's a lot of rumors swirling, but I think one that's very, very encouraging for the Chiefs side of things and for Chiefs fans is um, Albert Breer. You know, he's part of uh, Sports Illustrated NFL uh, writer. He was writing about this yesterday. I believe it came out on Monday. Says the Chiefs have some uh, decisions to make on players. But one they've already made their mind up on is Chris Jones one way or another. Um, I expect him to be a chief in 2020. They'll try to work out a, de a deal first, and if that doesn't work, they'll tag him. One thing that complicates the situation a little is what the Chiefs paid an outside acquisition, Clark, Frank Clark, last offseason. Uh, you'd think Jones would want at least what Clark got. So that's what Albert, Albert Breer had to write about the uh, Chris Jones situation. So I think that has to be pretty good no uh, news because – the team, even since last spring, has wanted to re-sign him to a long-term deal. Um, it's just, I think the the biggest complication there was last year, Chris Jones, if 
they signed him to an extension last year. Jones basically wanted them to rip up the final year of this rookie deal and start making, you know, at least 18 million or so last year. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, wanted to wait, I think, a little bit, you know, see if he could still, not like there was probably a huge question, but see if he could still perform in a different defensive scheme of Steve Spagnola's moving on from Bob Sutton's. And also, I think, you know, um, the smarter teams know when exactly to pay their players. And Chiefs general manager Brett Veach, I think, is one of the, you know, sneakier GMs around the league and knowing to when, when to take these calculated decisions. So, um, I think hearing that news from Albert Breer, it's definitely good news. I Again, I think personally they'll probably get a long-term deal done with them. Again, it's, I think, just meeting the, the asking price of Jones, you know, to probably get around the exact same contract that Frank Clark signed last offseason. Five-year deal, just over $100 million. And I also think, too, if they if they do have to franchise tag him, um, I don't think it's the worst news in the world compared to what other people, you know, may think of the franchise tag because um, they would still have another chance to sign him uh, after that, you know, long term if that were to happen. So I think a lot of people that are worried about Chris Jones maybe not returning. I think it's just because obviously the chief salary cap space right now, um, I believe it's around thirteen million dollars in available space for the two thousand twenty off season. Um, but yeah, as we'll talk about with, um, you know, playing Brett Veach articles coming up, there's three guys that could be cut. Um, Sammy Watkins is one of them. Cam Irving, the offensive lineman, is another. Um, and then I can't remember the exact third one off the top of my head. I think Daniel Sorensen could be one of them. You could actually create um, $30 million in cap space just by cutting three different guys. So it's not going to have to take a whole lot of moves to, I think, get Chris Jones deal done. And also I think that's, um, you know, something that's becoming a little more uh, known by fans or, or people with the NFL teams, you know, um, being able to free up cap space or, you know, control the salary cap easier. I think that's become a little bit more, um, you know, known with, with people because I think that, you know, teams know what guys they're wanting to pay they'll make the moves they need to necessary to keep a player because uh, you can, it's, it's never impossible to create salary cap space. Um, you just have to do it uh, at the right time. So I, I, I'm expecting, you know, Sammy Watkins to probably get cut. I think the only other option obviously for him is, you know, take a, pe- a pay cut. Maybe you give him another extension. You could, you know, keep his uh, salary cap number dipped. You could, decrease that a little bit and again we'll talk about this coming up soon in the plain brett beach articles but um yeah i mean if you give him an extension or even kelsey kelsey's a guy i think that has probably earned an extension for a few years um those are guys that if you give them that extension their salary cap number could actually decrease a little bit more in value for the chiefs in 2020 so it's going to be interesting i i i think the chiefs um I think they'll get the right deals done with Chris Jones. And and also, I think you've got to really trust Brett Beach, seeing what he's done in just the two, three years that he's become the GM after John Dorsey and the Chiefs agreed to part ways. Um, he's a sneaky GM. He makes a lot of calculated decisions. Uh, some of his moves may not seem as bold as others, but they end up paying off. So I think, you know, he deserves to trust the benefit of the doubt. Um, to, you, know, you know, going into this offseason, I think to – 
free up some money, get the deals done that they need. And um, also, I'm really excited to see what he does in the draft. Again, we'll see how many Chiefs uh, draft picks there ends up being right now, currently five. So you don't have a whole lot of options in the draft right now, but I think they will get a couple of uh, compensatory selections added as well. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is in the draft, you know, with his two years as the GM in the draft, he's never picked in the first round because last year Chiefs traded away their first round pick to Seattle in that Frank Clark trade. Uh, the year before, they their first rounder was with Buffalo uh, because of the Patrick Mahomes trade. So Brett Veach has basically been in the same spot both years, you know, not picking until mid part of the second round. Um, I definitely think 2018's draft class is... <laughs> You know, right now you can kind of see it's it's not been um, the biggest impact on the team so far. The 2019 class was a lot more improved. I think uh, made a lot more early impact on the team. You just look at McCole Hardman, obviously Juan Thornhill, uh, Colin Saunders is another guy. There's still a couple from 2018 that you know can still make um, make an impact maybe in the future. You talk about Armani Watts. Uh, you talk about. You know, Breland speaks we'll have to see what happens with him. You know, he was injured throughout the season, so we did not see him in his second year. But, um, you know, if Beach is going to make a first-round pick or if he's going to trade back into the second round a little bit, trade out of 32, um, I think Beach is going to make the right decision. So um, he's a guy I think that's earned the benefit of the doubt. And I can't wait to, you know, write the articles coming up soon of playing Brett Beach because um, it's going to be fun. I think there's just so many different avenues that you can go down with the Chiefs. Um, even with, you know, not as much cap space as teams like, say, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Bucks, um, there's, there's so many different fun avenues that, that you can go down. And, um, it's, it's really interesting. I think when you look at it as well, how the Chiefs have done in the draft just since Andy Reid has come to, uh, come to the, come to Kansas City and come to the fold, the Chiefs, you know, may not always draft the most obvious, you know, top player on the board. You know, you think about the Breland Speaks move and how many other edge players were in that class that were taken after him or, you know, other guys like uh, Tano Passanio back when John Dorsey was the uh, GM. You know, it took Passanio a few years until Spagnola came over for this defensive scheme. But I think what makes the Chiefs stand out and they've had this, you know, winning pedigree now with Andy Reid, it's not just the coaching of Andy Reid, but um, the fact that, there's not a whole lot of, of you know, complications that goes into the type of players they draft. There's just a lot of guys that play really well into their scheme. Um, you know, it's not – they make it seem like it's not as complicated, you know, to get the right draft pick. Um, again, 2018, not as big of an impact as 2019's draft class, but, um, you know, and, and the draft's never easy either. It's never, never easy to – build a team but yeah i think it's it's going to be really fun to see what happens this offseason in kansas city and again making those cuts like we've said before you know with sammy Watkins, if that you know is to happen or uh cam irving dan Sorensen, whoever winning the super bowl i think makes those cuts feel a little more easy because um you know you can you can free up the money get your top guy signed you know who has the most priority and then when you look at it um you could actually still have a little bit of money left around. You know, I saw somebody doing some calculations. You could actually still have around $25 million in cap space to sign some other free agents, you know. Um, so I'm really excited to, to, to see what happens.
uh, this offseason like a lot of people are. So, And there's just so many you know, big-name free agents out there that are entering their free agency. Um, you know, some are going to get franchise tagged. Some are going to get, you know, re-signed. But there's going to be a lot of big names, I think, changing teams more so than we've seen in other years as far as just guys that maybe you thought would never leave the team they have played for. Uh, guys like Chris Harris Jr. with the Broncos. So um, he's a guy I'm actually looking forward to write about as a free agent target. Uh, for the Chiefs, you know, obviously went to the University of Kansas. So um, maybe he comes back closer to Lawrence for a few years. So he's And he's only 30 years old. He's played at a high impact. Um, so that's a guy I'm looking forward to as well. Um, as far as just, again, what's going on right now at FBC Chiefs, those are kind of the draft uh, profile pieces we have coming out. Alex Okafor, Unsung Super Bowl hero piece, as well as, you know, we got a lot of plain Brett Veach articles Coming out for both free agency, uh, the draft, cut, resign, uh, keeper sweep, basically with the free agents. So um, those are kind of the upcoming ideas that we have coming up. And uh, hopefully on the next episode of the podcast, I'll have a little bit more of these article ideas to talk about in depth, as well as maybe some other news, uh, rumors swirling about upcoming free agents. And we're going to try to uh, write about those as well as we can. See uh, maybe how accurate we can be with the decisions on Sammy Watkins and and other guys. So a little bit shorter episode today than our last few episodes. Again, stick to full press coverage, full press coverage, Chiefs. Um, and also, you guys can follow me on Twitter at ebearcat9, all one word, lowercase, and the number nine. Uh, follow the FPC Chiefs Twitter account as well, uh, at FPC underscore Chiefs. So uh, stay tuned because we're going to obviously have you know, a lot of content come out in a short, compressed amount of time over the next couple of months as we enter the, you know, bulk of the off season. So stay tuned for all that, and I will see you guys next time. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.